This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. Alright, here we go. I just don't like the blindfolding. Why am I like so adverse to that? So let me ask you a question. Sure. Do you mind having your mouth gagged? I, I've never had my mouth gagged. Are you serious? Are you going to make a promise on this podcast? Oh, shit. Okay, okay what is it? That's the promise. You're going to promise that you're going to do a session with your D with a blindfold. All right, everyone. Guess what? We have another special treat today. I have, again, Sir Inc. with me. And I've got him on today because we're going to start doing a podcast called Sub RX, at least on my end anyway, because I'm I'm seriously right now, my head's spinning. I'm needing some help. So I'm going to get a little, I'm going to get on the couch here. I'm going to get a little counseling session. And um, we've got, again, so Sir Inc.'s going to be helping me. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, it's always a pleasure to chat with you. You know, one of these days we're going to have to record all the bullshit we go through and the, all the funny stuff that we're sitting there saying before <laughs> we actually <laughs> get this thing be- be- Before we walk out on stage and get to see the behind, this, <laughs> behind the curtain production going on. And they we- get to see me forest gumping my way through. Okay, wait a minute. That might be on my end. These We have technical difficulties from time to time and... It seems to be that I'll say in your defense, it seems like it's on my end most of the time. <laughs> so no, I, it's it's something about us. <laughs> we have technical difficulties. Right. It's like, no, it's like, no, don't do that. Yeah, okay, I'll go do it. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna jump right in. Okay. Because this, I'm telling you, for for a good, I don't know, like two weeks, two and a half weeks, whenever it was that I was in uh, the Virgin Islands and was texting with you and you sent me something and it, I got to tell you, it just fucking blew my mind. It rocked my world. Literally. I was Mm. on the beach and my head just about exploded. So what I want to do is to get everybody up to speed on what I'm talking about. I'm going to read our little text uh, exchange. (laughs) Okay. You know, and I was just kind of talking I'll give the general scenario here. I'm talking to you about, you know, why I'm sort of covexing a bit about how how is it that, you know, why do I need this dominance? What what is it? Like how come I'm just like so into it? And so it starts out, you know, with me saying, you know, it defies logic. I not only want him to do this, I need him to do this to me. Why is that? And then you respond. And you say, because being in control and shouldering the load is taxing every day on the soul. 
An A-type woman that relishes her feminism needs to have that control snatched from her and fall into subspace. Really, it's just about being all soft and feminine. And then I said, I don't think I've ever read anything that makes more sense to me. Wow, very well said. And then your last comment was, you have a softness about you, but the society specifically in the workforce will rake you over the coals and fuck you over with that. To win in a man's world, you have to adapt the male fiery energy, which kills softness. So with him, he takes that fire away and allows you to just be. So... I've been dying, like literally I've been dying to uh, go deeper with this. Okay. And and, I mean, I mean, I just, I'm going to have a shit ton of questions probably on this. As soon as you start talking, I'm probably going to be writing down some more questions. So you you may have a few surprise curveballs, but (laughs) so, I mean, my first question is, you know, do you think this is the basic fundamental core basis of the subdom relationship? You know, what you had just said up there. For some, for some it is. Uh, and the reason why I say that is, I think, let me just, we're going deep with this. Yeah, I want to so, go deep. We're going to go deep. So in, in my opinion, the women of today are having a conflict. They're having a conflict with what they know, submission and women from a time before women's rights and all this stuff and women being treated as second-class citizens to more independent women being in the workforce, having to deal with being competitive, basically. Yeah. And it's not that women aren't competitive by nature. Women can't be competitive. Of course, women are competitive, but it's just the way men are. It just takes a more, it's taxing on feminism to just constantly be competitive. So the, the thing for me is, that I see out here and talking to people, I think that there's a new kind of woman that can enjoy being in the workforce and can also enjoy being feminine. And when I mean feminine is like really being her feminine, being her femininity without it being like her looking like weak or subservient to a degree. And a lot of BDSM relationships if you're looking at pictures, just seem subservient. And really, it's just like anything else. Every every relationship is your own. You can have a relationship however you want. You might not necessarily be the kind of submissive that's like a slave, but then you could be the kind of submissive that you can take all that stuff that you worry about off your shoulders, lay it down, and just be able to just be at peace. And I think a lot of the problem, what I see, and from personal experiences, women have a lot of, hold on to a lot of anxiety. And one thing you, one thing, and and this is going a little deeper, but um, women are watery, more watery than men are. Men are more hot, fiery. Women are more watery. Women because of that water, right? Because men are external, we have a penis. Women are internal, they have a vagina, which is moist. So it's always this, you know, watery thing about women. When you're dealing with water, you deal, water represents receptivity. The more water, the more receptive you are 
to the atmosphere, thoughts, you know, spiritual things, blase, blase. Men are hot fire creatures, which is like more, you know, it's more direct. It's more um, bold. You know, it's not expansive, you know, like uh, men are more like, yeah, you know, um, for example, I, I'm in the room and I'm looking at my dresser. Now I look at my door. I see my painting, mm-hmm. the bed. I see this and that where women will see how all that works together. Men are more separatist with things yeah. and women are more bring everything together. So what happens is when women cross over into a man's world in that way, she finds herself somewhat losing her femininity, her connection to things, to the environment, to everything, because you have to adapt more to that fiery personality. So what a dominant does, he really comes, he really comes in at a time in your life is for you in particular, where he's like, uh, you've been you've been down that road so many times. So just lay it all down now. And like we're older and stress will kill you. And so, <laughs> I mean, it's, I'm, I'm being dead serious. A lot of people don't understand their illnesses is based on stress. And so imagine it, just being able to take that kind of load off you. And for men, this is what we do. Because we know how to see like a man is different, right? Yeah. And we talked about this before. When I come home from work, a stressful day, all I want, you know, I can eat something. I can have something. I can make myself a plate. I can make myself a drink, watch the game, and then I'm good. Yeah. You won't hear you won't hear me complain about work. I may mention work, but I ain't gonna complain about work. And I'm certainly not gonna do it all damn night. Yeah. In my experience, women will bring work home, mm-hmm. talk about work all damn night, and then start having anxiety about going to work the next day, that night. So what I'm saying is, and that's not all women, so let, let me not paint yeah. all women with a broad sure. brush, but I'm just saying en- enough women have this, these kind of stresses of work and they don't know how to shut it off when they come home. And so this is what a dominant does. A dominant is supposed to stand between his woman in his household and the outside world. And the first thing you want to do is keep outside, outside. Because your home is supposed to be your sanctuary. It's the yeah. one place where you're supposed to get some kind of peace. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's so. That's why I said that to you because you're an A type personality. Yes. And you're and, and and here's the thing: when you're an A type personality and you've made your life happen for you, and you know you're independent, blah blah blah. It's just very hard to come off that mountain. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Like, it's very hard to come off that mountain. But you also realize it's a lot of stress being on that mountain. Totally. And so, but for men, it's easier because we're like, yeah, I'm on the mountain and this is what I do. But we're going to drink or we'll we'll have something that we do. Mm-hmm. Work out. You know, can I, can I interject kind of something? I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. I oh, just want to interject something because you said something I think that was really important. And that's like that it's, you know, being on that mountain is kind of, you know, it's really hard to do. It is hard to do because... 
it kind of, it really, I believe for women, I'll speak for women. I believe at our core, it does, that kind of stuff does go against, you know, really what we're predisposed to. And that is what you said. And that's that feminine, soft energy. That doesn't mean weak. That just means, you know, that that's our, our strength is through that avenue. And when we're trying to sort of put a different hat on and say, okay, my strength is going to be now through, you know, this other, this, these things that tend to be more masculine, Mm -hmm. it's, it's taxing. It's hard to live that all the time without an outlet to sort of, you know, just be, you know, who, who you really were sort of predisposed to be. And so over time, if you don't have that outlet and you're just kind of going along and you're like, God, you know, like, yeah, it's great that I'm accomplishing all these things. Don't get me wrong. But, but there's something that, you know, internally where I'm like, "Mm, yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of, it messes with my relationships because I don't quite understand how to, you know, turn it off and shut it down. And, and I wasn't understanding how that, you know, that, where the divide needed to be like, okay, mm-hmm. you can be that, you can still be that person during the day, but you got to know who you are at your core and mm-hmm. what's really making, what makes you happy in relationships. And then to just, you know, kind of ch- turn that, flip that switch. So, <clears throat> but it can be, you know, it can be, if you're not really thinking of it in that terms, it can be confusing. So when you said that for some reason, it just made perfect sense to me. And I was like, Holy shit. Yes. Yes. Take me to the mountain. <laughs> Preach. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> I felt like I, the spirit had moved me. I'm sitting there in my bikini drinking my drink. You know, <laughs> I'm like, whoa, my mind has been blown. <laughs> the thing is, the thing that you come to realize, and, and, and even I realize in my own maturity, is that most men don't know what they really most men really do not know what they want with a woman or the things we want are very basic, like our needs, like men's needs are very basic. And then sometimes the things that we want out of women is basic, but women being so um, expansive, I don't mm-hmm. want to say complicated, Dynamic. just so, ex- so expansive <laughs> that a man with a, with a, with a mindset about them can really get a woman to do a lot of things. And 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 this is on just another level, a little deeper, is that women are very powerful because y'all guys bring life into the world and because you guys are connected to the environment. It is it's just a whole different level. But this is why men who don't understand how to get into a woman's mind, they go to more physical ways of trying to control a woman. And but they'll look at a person like, let's just say like a pimp and be like, think he, he crazy, but he got women out here doing whatever he want. And there's men on all different levels out there. A pimp is something that's just like more out in your face. It seems a little bit more rogue and, 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 um, and, um, and a little grimy, but there's men at the top levels doing the same thing. It's just not, called that or looked or frowned upon like that. Yeah. But for example, if I'm going to a meeting, I probably would prefer to take a woman with me than a dude. And I'm going to tell you why. I probably prefer to take a woman 
who's very on her A game because she's going to see things that we as men don't pick up on. Mm-hmm. You know, in a room where people are talking, you know, I may miss something, but she, well, you know, it's just the way she says something or that person says something, the way they look, they did this. Like women are just more in tune with things that we just don't see. And, and, and that's why if you look at like a lot of the senators and the congressmen, like they staffers, some of them be women. They, the person right next to them be a woman. It's a reason for that. It ain't just because she look pretty, <laughs> you yeah. know, and, and, and that's what they'll sell. That's what they make us think. Oh, he, such as such as such as such as such senator has a he's a real pretty intern working next to him. Huh, huh, huh. Because in this society, just push like girls and beer, you know, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. that's the throw off. Right. Yeah. That's the throw off. But really on a on a real winning level. If you want to win, you got to have women in, in your in your in your circle. You got to have women that are very intelligent in your circle. Because, yeah. And if they're intelligent and intuitive, they can see things that others can't. You need that. That's it's invaluable. But most men, beer and beer and girls, you know what I mean? They don't they don't think of women like that. They think of women as sex objects and not seeing them as someone who can actually help you get to another level and help y'all get to another level. Yeah. And so when you get a guy like that, right, he's like, lay all that stuff down, just be yourself and relax, take a deep breath because it's okay. Well, it's, it's okay almost, yes, it's stress almost stress. like, you know, you're either, you're either going to do that or if not, there's, there's a conflict because you can't have, you know, you can't have that, those two fiery energies around, you know, it just makes for, problems. And, you know, this, as I was telling you, you know, before you hit me with this, you know, (laughs) life-changing moment here with this text, the, the, uh, you know, preceding that was, you know, me just, we were joking about, you know, you, I think you were asking me like, Hey, are you getting your, you know, are you all tied up? You're getting your attitude adjustment. And the funny thing is, is, Boy, night one, I did. I mean, I, you know, I really got <laughs> a big attitude adjustment. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I will say this, shocking how like, you know, the next after that, I didn't, you know, if I knew kind of I was doing something I wasn't supposed to, I just instantly just kind of didn't do it. You know, like it didn't take, it didn't take him you know, kind of escalating with me for me to go, oh, 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 I'm not supposed to. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That, you know, like I was backing off that. Right? right. And and it's, it's so, you know, and I've kind of, in a way, it's almost kind of being childlike. You know, like I felt mm-hmm. like, the, like, oh, I'm getting some basic lessons here. And yes, but it's what but, you want. Huh? That's what you want. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it, it's effective. Even to an, so- to an adult woman, like, it, I got to, you know, I just have to say, I'm not, you know, it's, it was so effective what he did. <laughs> so here's, right. So here's the thing. Like when most people reach the age of 28, they're really setting their ways. Mm-hmm. And in order for them to really change a lot, it has to be something drastic that happens or it has to take them to really dig deep into their spiritual being and really just change some things. So the fact that you're an A-type personality, that's never going to change. That's not really going to change, right? No. And you're you're always going to have a, a butting of heads with a more dominant figure, right? 
which is fine, which is fine in my opinion, because not all relationships are supposed to be just this, you know, this easy flowing, easy going thing. You don't really learn anything without any pushing and without any pull. But I will say this. There are certain cardinal sins that you just can't do. Okay, tell me. Right? And I mean, it, but that is particular to a person. Mm-hmm. Like I have a very, I have certain things that are cardinal sins that I just can't rebound from. What are those? And so I will give you one. One is any public meltdown or public um, embarrassment type mm-hmm. of stuff. Like I don't, I don't do that. I don't do the out in public drama blasting, you know, um, my personal business all in the street. I don't do that. And so that's known up front. So anytime that we get into a situation, this is how people are. This is how human beings are. You really don't know who people are until things are going bad. That's true. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. people, you get to know who people are in in adverse times. Right. And if I tell you that this right here is something that is straight cardinal sin, I hate. And that really takes it hard for me to bounce back. If you do that, then you're risking the whole dynamic, whether it be a relationship or anything else. But everyone knows someone's hard limit like that. And if you go on to that limit, not only are you just straight ending the relationship, but you're straight disrespecting me mm-hmm. because something like that is in your control. You know? Right. So not I acting was... a fool in public is in your control. And acting, you know, if you, did you say acting a fool? Acting a fool. I love that. And, and you know, if you do it, yeah, don't you go know if you a do fool. it, you know, that's, that's a cardinal sin. Yeah. Right. So you're going to have to that's that's going to come with a heavy price. Some things you can't be forgiven for. Yes. You yeah, just got to absolutely just have to just have to know those things. So anything else is 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 work aroundable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But some things is just like, oh, you did that. OK. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. You have you have your exactly. Exactly. My thing. It's so it's interesting. You bring that up. You know what? My. Like my deal breaker is it's like, um, or what just like, it's hard. You, you know, you can't, I'm a, well, I'm a big one on honesty. Like it's hard to come back, you know, from, I just, cause I think as adults, like lying is just, it's a, it's a choice. You just don't have to do it. You know, you really, really don't have to do it. But the, um, you know, the, the kind of the, I guess to, expand on that is <clears throat> oh shit I just lost my train of thought all right hold on give me a second we'll edit this part um uh, was it um it's hard being authentic isn't it pardon it's hard being authentic isn't it that's where lies come from yeah right when people are right when people are afraid to just really express what's truly on their mind or be who they really are and own it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a very hard place. It is. To, to be in because it takes, it's almost like admitting something is embarrassing to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. But 
But as you're asking for honesty, that's where you have to come from. Yeah. Yeah. So my, so for me, you know, like, and, and also I think the, you know, that what the other thing that's super just critical to me is, which I don't know if this sounds strange or not, but loyalty. So I am probably loyal to a fault. Okay. I, when, when the doors open, I give you the benefit, benefit of the doubt, just a hundred percent. It's really up to you. You know, that's like my gift. Like, here you go. It's really up to you to fuck that up. If you Uh fuck that up, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be hard and to come back from. And that's what I mean by loyalty is whether, whether you're sitting right next to me or you're not, you can Uh expect the exact same behavior. I will talk about you. In the same context, I will represent you the same way I would if you were sitting right next to me or not. Uh-huh. And when somebody doesn't do that, uh-huh. you know, when they turn into a, you know, a, a, a an idiot, <laughs> I don't know what the right word is, you know, if okay. I'm not there and, you know, they, they're, they're some, they get bowled over by maybe just not wanting to, I don't know, just be honest right. because it's more comfortable for them to do something else or right. whatever the reasoning. It's right. just like, if I was there in the room with you, is that the same way you would have handled it? If I, when I'm, as you did, because I wasn't there, right. if, you know, if there's it, when it's different, I'm like, well, that's very telling to me. So <clears throat> my thing, you know, is the kind of the, the loyalty slash honesty, to, you know, is big. Those are big for me. And, you kind of like aren't gonna come back from that. That's 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 mm-hmm. my version of acting a fool. <laughs> okay, well that's yeah. well yeah. you you get the right if you meet the right person they tell a whole lot of lies. So you're right. Yeah, absolutely. That is a uh, that is a major one. And I got I, I have a saying for you. A client of mine gave yeah. it to me today. We were talking about uh, we were talking about I forget what we were exactly talking about. But he looked at me and said, hey, man, loyalty is a lifestyle. And I was like, damn. That's good. That I is, like that. That's true. I said, I like that. Loyalty is a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And so I think what happens is loyalty also deals with discipline. Mm-hmm. And, and like you said, doing what I'm doing, what I'm supposed to do all the time. And in my dating life. I will say that that's very tough. That has been a challenge in my dating life because with all that's going on with men and women, blah, 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 it's just hard for women to think that a man can be that focused. It's so hard. You, I'm it's sorry. Hard. You're, you say that, w- that women don't believe that men can be loyal? No. Can be disciplined enough. Oh, disciplined. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm saying that in loyalty, there's discipline. Yes, because right, and I I have friendships that I have friends that I've known for over 25, 30 years, and so you know since I was basically a kid, and so there are certain things that we just have not let come between us: money, girls, yeah. um, you know, all kind of little stuff, drugs, anything, you know, alcohol. Whatever it is, we never let anything come between us. That takes a lot of loyalty and discipline. You know, 
times when you don't get it, you don't get along, y'all fight or whatever, and then y'all still still remain friends. That takes a lot of discipline, you know. And so it's just tough, you know, when you go back to the relationships of men and women. Yeah. Is, is how you were phrasing this. Yeah. And it's tough. It's very tough. Loyalty and discipline is very tough. And just being loyal to yourself, right? Like, I, I don't want, I don't feel like lying. It was, it's so much energy being wasted. You know, mm-hmm. I've learned, I've learned a while ago to be myself and to own it, which I do. And it's tough dating because people want that. They say they want that. But then when they get it, they like to change it. Yeah. And remember, and remember one of the things that you and I had briefly talked about when we were going to do this podcast was how women like to move the football on men. When we, <laughs> may, may, maybe we could say that for another podcast, but yeah, you know, um, you can, you can, you can touch on it now. We can, we can always expound on that at, at a different point, but go ahead. Yeah. You know, just, uh, the football gets moved, you know, and, mm-hmm. Everybody say they want these things. And then men are very simple, like I've always been saying, in our routines, uh, most of us, in our routines, the things we want, the things we do. And sometimes getting in a relationship, a woman understands these things, blase, blase, this is what she wants. And then she'll move the football on you here and there. And then after a while, women feel like men don't care about what y'all need. It's just that, you know, your needs have changed. Now, over time, of course, people, everybody needs change over time because we get older, things we want is different. But it just seems some people are restless souls. They don't have a way to be content with things being okay. Yeah. That kind of mood of football kind of people, you know, people, mm-hmm. people are like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, women are like that. Yeah. In my experience, because I've only dealt with women. Well, speak- uh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> I know it could be. We don't know. You know, we we at some point, you know, we 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 probably should get. You know, the it'd be interesting to get the homosexual point of view. I mean, you know, we know we there's there's dominant submissive yeah. relationships with or yes. dynamics with same sex partners. Yeah. That would be kind of. I'm sure. You know what? I'm sure it's all. I'm sure it's just same thing, different day, right? You know, I mean, it, right. it lands in everybody's lap. So I kind of go ahead. I said, no, I was saying in that respect, all all relationships have the same needs, which come down to to trust is what you you were saying. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So, okay. So I'm glad you brought up the, you know, the T word because I want to, um, I want to, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling. There's something I am struggling with and I'm going to be real frank and I want your opinion. I know you can't, you know, you're not, going to diagnose the whole thing in a nutshell. And, and it's really just from, you know, my, my point of view, but yeah, okay. I'm, I'm sort of, you know, it, I'm struggling a little bit in this dominant submissive role here with, I'm struggling a little bit with trust. I'm not going to lie. I'm struggling with it. And it came up, you know, the last time that I was when I was in the Virgin Islands and when I was with Cowboy and it, it it did come up and it's you know maybe I don't know is it maybe because I'm new and I'm just sort of like kind of learning new things um I'm and again I'm not I'm 
I'm one that we're like, when stuff comes up, I don't, I'm not even really thinking so much how it's about the other person. I'm really more focused on how it's about, you know, me, but it, I am, you know, like I did do, I did do a couple things like where he was like, whoa, wait a minute, you know, are what you're saying, what you don't trust me. And we've been doing all this stuff for how long and mm-hmm. what, you know, now you're not trusting me. He did take that personally. And um, I, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I do, I'm struggling with it and under this dynamic in this context, because I don't have any, con- you know, I'm like, I'm giving up control, which I'm so used to having, which gives me this false sense of security. I know that control is kind of an illusion, but mm-hmm. you know, so as I'm doing this and he's sort of like, you know, kind of ripping all that away, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, freaks me out a little bit. And there's some things like, I'm like, Oh, I don't know. You know, and I'm, I'm, I'm questioning like if I can trust him and I'm just wondering if, have you ever experienced that? You know, do you think that's normal or not? You know, I'm trying to kind of understand maybe why, why I'm having this come up for me. Well, yes, it's very normal. And when and if you're speaking of in session in a physical way, yes, yeah. I mean it's a very you're you're being compromised. You're putting yourself in a very compromising, helpless situation. And that's nothing to you know, um sneeze at, right? Um and it takes it may take some time and only you know when that time is right. And it might just take repetition instead of, just, you know, a lot of trust can be gained in repetition. Like the yeah. more y'all do it, the more you be like, you know, you'd be a little easy, you know, you're a little easier, Yeah. you know, but I do know, you know, the session could be not necessarily what might happen to you, but just the fact that you're about to do something and, and it has you, you know, a little antsy about it, you mm-hmm. know, and it might not be so much you don't trust him as much as you wouldn't trust anybody <laughs> in that to put you in that situation, you yeah, know? Sure. Uh, be, because we do know all the horror stories and all that stuff. Yeah. We've heard it all. And so you just want to make sure that you feel comfortable doing it. And yeah. as a dominant, though it can be frustrating because if you've been dealing with a person so long, you just feel like, you know, you should just go along with it. Like, you know, I wouldn't hurt you, but it doesn't always come that easy for everybody, especially a person. I don't even want to just say a person with an A-type personality. Anyone that's willing to put their life on the line, mm-hmm. put their life in someone else's hands, that's a huge responsibility. That's a huge gift to give someone. And so that is, cannot be taken lightly. And I mean, I've had... You know, before I do a session, I always ask, what are we going to accomplish? You know, I try to get real detailed about it. I try to visualize some things. I try to ask how far they want to go. You know, what would they be willing to try? That's a little extra blase, blase. But um, if a person said they're not ready for it, I just got to back off. Yeah. And I can be very, I can not, and I know I can be disappointed even if we discussed it as something that they'd be willing to do in at the moment. Sometimes the vibe just don't just don't be right, you know? And you gotta back off of it and come back at it again. But no, you're not uh unique in the way of just saying, No, I don't wanna do that. That's that's part of the whole dynamic is 
that if a person doesn't want to do something, uh, even in the middle of the act, there is a safe word that allows you to get out of the whole thing. Yeah. Or a gesture if your mouth if your mouth is gagged, mm-hmm. or a hand gesture, or some kind of gesture that tells the person to end the session. Yeah. So, no, and stop are very acceptable. Uh, are very acceptable results when you're in this in this dynamic, and mm-hmm. when you're doing physical play, yeah, one hundred percent. You know, and I know it's disappointing because. On his end, right? He could be disappointed because he could, because he could have been anticipating it, right? And he could be anticipating how good it's going to be. You know what I mean? And so he might have really been planning it out, thinking it out, you know, had this whole thing set up and then it just got shut down. So in that way, yeah, he could be disappointed, but it's not for you to feel bad. It's just, that's what it is. And really, in the end, as long as you feel good about yourself, that's all that really matters. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, honestly, that's that's all that really matters. Yeah. So one of the things that I don't know why, and this is not this wasn't what uh, specifically what I was just referencing there that what, you know, brought that kind of trust thing to the surface, but there's another thing that I'm not super comfortable with. I don't know why. And and I know it's like I know I'll get past it. But like, I just don't like the blindfolding. Why am I like so adverse to that? I just, it's like, I want to see what's going on. I'm like, what are you doing? What's coming? I hate being deprived of that visual, you know, um, thing. And the other thing, part of that is that um, I get a lot of, you know, for me, the just heightened sexual, the sexiness of what's happening, you know, it's through the visual. Okay. I mean, like, I like to look and see like, yeah, you know, you're there, there you go. You know, you're pounding my right. pussy, your cock is in me and right. whatever. It, I like to look and see what you're biting me, you know, like what mm-hmm. is going on. So to have like, for some reason, like being blindfolded is a biggie for me. Do you, ha- you know, have you come across it? Do you find that? No, so let me ask you a question. Sure. Do you mind having your mouth gagged? I I've never had my mouth gagged. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he and I have <laughs> joked back and forth right. about. He's like, I'm gonna oh, slap Lord. this ball gag on you. Oh my god, you never had the ball gag in your mouth. You never had you never had nothing in your mouth to stop you. Well, from a penis. <laughs> that doesn't I mean... count. That doesn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> that oh, stops me. That's all you've been talking. Okay, I'm not talking. Well, okay, great. <laughs> oh my God, you you are something else. Okay, so all right. So imagine this. So let me take you through this visual. Okay, give me the visual. Because you're a person that wants to watch everything. Cool. Now, before I give this visual, you kind of mentioned a couple of things, but tell me truthfully. Yes. Is your wanting to see more about being able to anticipate, get your body prepared for what you're about to experience. Yes. Or is, or is it really? No, I just answered you. The, all right, there it is. So it's control. Yeah, it's a control thing. All right, so I want you to imagine yourself sitting in a chair. Okay. And you're tied to the chair. You can't move no whatsoever. You're tied to the chair. You can't move. Mm-hmm. Your mouth is gagged. My mouth is gagged. 
Your mouth is gagged. Oh, Jesus. Yes, your mouth is gagged. And I bring out a bucket of of, 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 of water and ice. Mm-hmm. And I take a big butcher knife and I sit it in there and put it right on the table in front of you. Can I see that? Am I- you can see it. Oh. You can see it. Okay. And then I'm going to put a candle next to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then I'm going to drip wax on you. I love that drip. Oh, my God. That's like on my right. Like fucking drip that wax right. all over me. Right. And then I'm going to take this knife out of this bucket of cold water and ice. Ooh. And I'm about to use this to scrape some of the wax off you. Oh, fuck. <laughs> now, would you rather... <laughs> Would you rather see that? You, do, you, do you see? You, you would you rather see that or just blindly experience that? I don't. Know. Well, oh gosh. You're a control freak. You see, because you're because you're a control freak. Like I would go extra. Mm-hmm. To, to, that's why I said the bucket of ice with the knife in it because it's like, oh shit, he pulled a knife out. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like when you I, said the knife, I, I'm like, I can. See, uh, that's why I asked you, can I see this? And yeah, you said you yes, see it. and that's why I was like, absolutely. Because because in some in some sessions, right? We're talking about sensation play. Yeah. Right. Talking about sensory play. So now you're getting, you can't move, you can't talk, and now you're about to get the sensation of hot wax. And then you're about to get a cold, you're about to feel cold still against your skin. Oh, my God. He's scraping that wax off. Jesus, that's hot. That would drive you crazy. But imagine if you couldn't see it. I know. So it's it's kind of like. You don't know where it's coming from. You don't know. You can't. See, like when you see the wax coming, you're like, you're bracing for that. Yeah. your mind is already sending that mm-hmm. signal to your body. Embrace for something hot, right? Yep. Yeah. But if you can't see anything, right? And I've and I've had a I've had a a a, a, a sub of mine at one point in this position, tied to the chair, blindfolded, and I I was taking I had about three or I had three different knives out. I had like a survival knife, a butcher knife. And this other kind of um, knife that flick out. Mm-hmm. And I use one. I put one in cold, yeah. a little small bucket of cold water and ice. And I took the other ones and I was just gently running it across the skin. Mm-hmm. And then I took a candle and I dripped the candle wax on her. And it's all sensation. So she's like going through it. Then yeah. at the end of that, I dripped the candle wax on her. Let it sit for a second. Let yeah. it harden up. Then I take the cold steel. The cold went out the out the bucket, and I let her hear it. I let her hear the bucket rum, rummaging with the steel in it, you know. Yeah. Oh. And, and then start scraping it off. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> right. So I'm. I give you that visual because you want to brace for it. You want to see it coming every time. But you should probably try the blindfold. And if you don't try to blindfold, you at least got to try to ball. Game. Oh, I have had. Oh, God. Oh, my God. You're killing me with both of those. I know. I know. I know. I'm sure. You're I'm scared. sure. That I'll. Uh, yes. I know. That's that's. Pro- these are coming. These are coming. Coming attractions. <laughs> but um, I think. 
Yeah, I like the I like the sensory. I'm trying to yes. Yeah. I mean I'm 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 probably more inclined to do the blindfold. Yes. And so now you're gonna try to do a session yeah. with your dom with the blindfold yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. what you're gonna do. That that's where we at, right? Are you that's making where this we're up? at? I've done gonna, it. Are you gonna make a promise on this podcast? Oh, I, oh shit. Huh? Okay, okay huh? what is it? That's the promise. You're gonna promise that you're gonna do a session with your D with a blindfold. Yes, I have done a session where I was blindfolded. It just took a lot of coaxing to get me in, into that. And I think then there was one time where I just kind of flat out was like, mm mm. And which was not, <laughs> again, didn't go well. It wasn't, re- I mean, it wasn't received poorly, but it wasn't, you know, received with, of course, that's, you know, not the, that wasn't the intention. So, um, yes, I, I'll be more, I'll be more open to that. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's that's what I'm ways. saying right now. I'm saying I'm I'm saying it right now. Hey, I'm here to out myself. I don't mind. You know, I've got my limits. I, I see. I see. And you know, if and he could torture you in so many different ways if you didn't want to do a blindfold. Um, <laughs> that's the <laughs> He did. I, he oh did. my god. I, uh, I know. I I'm just thinking about it myself. Like if I had somebody that <laughs> wants to see everything, I would still make sure she didn't see everything. Yeah. He. Oh, I just trust me. He, he's I got would that. make sure. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, then you and he are on the same page there with that. So, and it's not, yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not getting away with much. If I don't, if, you know, if that's not going, there's, I'm not gaining much ground. Although for some reason, like, I feel like I am, but I'm really not. So I, <laughs> I do know that. But what I like about talking to you about your situation is that even though you're saying like that's a hard limit for you right now, you're saying it with this kind of excitement and this kind of joy. And I hear a lot of people just are just having a horrible go at it. Mm. And like you're you're really enjoying the ride. You know? I am. You're really enjoying and that's and because it is a discovery, um, it's a discovery about yourself first. And it's through this other person, right? Yeah. Just like when you asked me that question, how we started this whole conversation, I responded to you. And it was like a light bulb went off. Sometimes it's just life bringing that message back to you in some kind of way, right? Yeah. And so many people are making bad choices with bad doms, bad subs. So it's good to hear that you have a dominant that's creative. Because being creative is such a huge part of this that most people just, they it's, under, it's underestimated. Like, and we talked about this before, it's not just sex. Like a lot, most of this stuff is straight foreplay. Yeah. And this is hours, <laughs> hours of foreplay, which most yeah. people are having regular sex. 
Yeah. They're going, do you know what I'm saying? Like they're dating, ah, talk, yeah. drinking, fucking, yeah. and it's over. But this is a whole session built upon the focus is on you. And this is how I'm going to take you from zero to a hundred. Yeah. Now, well, how, it, it, how quick do I want to get to a hundred? Yeah. You know? So, okay. That's so, okay. So this is, that's an interesting point because. I am, patience is not one of my virtues at all. I mean, like when I want something, I'm like, boom, I'm ready to pull the trigger and make a decision. I'm like, go, go, go. This person, quite to the opposite, and probably that's what needs to be. I mean, when you just said, you know, people are thinking like, oh, this is, you know, it's like, it's all sex. Uh Uh-uh, no, it's taken this person over two years to get me to this point. Right. And that takes patience, first Mm -hmm. and foremost. I mean, Uh it takes, there's a low, there's a laundry list of things that that takes. Uh And, you know, you're dealing with somebody, I mean, he's, he's dealing with somebody that's just flat out brand spanking new, not a clue about any of this. Uh-huh. Just saying, oh yeah, I want to try some things, you know, and 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 really taking his time, not right being a jackass, not pushing, you know, uh-huh. which he's, you know, at at that point, you know, his his level of what he does and has done, you know, is so far beyond me. I'm in, I'm like in kitty land, you know, and so, uh-huh. but to be Take the time, the effort, the energy, have the patience to stick in there and just let me go at my own pace, not push me too far. Even though there's times where I'm, you know, because I'm constantly impatient thinking, you should be pushing me more. You should be, you know, you should be Uh stepping on the gas. And, you know, as you know, I've, you know, complained about that kind of to you. And, you know, and, 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 and even not, taking that bait at that point, you know, and just going, uh-huh. this is, that's not the right way to do it, you know? And, and so, you know, I kind of, you know, I, I kind of take my hat off to him and say, well, get, you know, good on you because you've shown a lot of restraint. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and just, you know, like you're, you're, he's, he's just, he's got his own agenda and he's like, I know how to do this. And <laughs> You can, you can get on board. Yeah. And get on board. You know, I'm, I'm taking you on this journey and it's, you're not driving. I am. (laughs) And you know, it's funny. And when you, when you, when you're dealing with someone with a, a strong personality, um, you're going to, you know, you already know, okay, I got to have patience because this person is going to, they're going to go for the ride, but they're going to go kicking and screaming. Yeah. They may not go. They're not gonna. They're just not gonna get in this in the back seat and be no. quiet. No, 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 no. This person's gonna get in the front seat. That's right. They they're gonna they're gonna be asking questions. They're gonna be talking. Yeah, <laughs> totally. You have the best thing. You know about, me. You know me so yes, well. <laughs> absolutely. You're gonna be in the front seat talking, <laughs> asking questions. Where are we going? How how long is it gonna take us to get there? And then you just need to look over at you. Just give you a look. You're gonna be like, all right. Okay. I get it. I get it. 
I get it. I really, I really do. I get it. Yeah. I do. But that's the wonderful thing about it, right? And it's, and it's all about connection. So any other guy, you'd be like, right. all right, let let me out this car, right? Okay, you're a I'm fool. dropping you this bitch off. Yeah, I'll drop. Yeah, get get out, right? <laughs> but but this guy, it's like, you know what? I'll, it, it's something about him that makes me just say. Alright, I'm gonna go along for the ride. Yeah. You know? Uh, instead of instead of fighting it all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Because it takes again, it takes a lot of energy to fight. Yeah. It takes yeah. a lot of energy to fight. Sometimes you just you just need that woo Yeah. Right. Exactly. Woo-sa. Exactly. Woo-sa. Totally. So hey, the next thing I wanted to talk to you about was your interview with Michelle. Oh my yes. gosh. Yes. That was, I loved it. I like we could eat that up with a spoon. It was fabulous. I listened to it. At the end of this, we're going to tell everyone where to go and listen to that. That was, it was so, fa- for me, you know, just, I loved listening to the, what she had to say, her, you know, her experience, especially, you know, having, I mean, just, lived this and done this for so long. I loved hearing about the dynamic between her and her, what was it, she, Patrone? Patrone. Patrone. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And yes. just the whole thing. And and I thought that, you know, you guys had this, you were really vibing off each other. It was just, you know, um, it was an amazing, it was, it was really just, I enjoyed it thoroughly. And one of the things that stuck out to me was, you know, you said during the interview that people, you know, they, that a lot of times people think it's all about the sub giving, right? And the dom, you know, because probably they're looking at pictures or whatever. And it's just like right. the sub is giving, 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 and the dom right. is taking. And, you know, and, but you said, you know, it's it's actually balanced. It's really uh-huh. like there's something that, you know, the submissive brings something that the dominant needs and then the Dominant obviously brings something that the submissive needs, and it's a really wonderful balance. And I just, what I want, I was hoping you could do for me is just elaborate on that a little bit. So, you know, one of my biggest things is just what people, people that are new to the lifestyle, they in this digital age is all done in pictures and videos and short videos, and so it all looks nice. When you have these guys fancy dressed with these women with this beautiful lingerie and pearls and necklaces and they're taking their clothes off or they're on their knees with a tray in their hands. And it looks like this is what the submissive woman is. Right. She is straight up subservient. Yeah. And that is not the case with 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 these with the women nowadays. And I think that people have to own who they are and understand that you don't have to fit in that cookie cutter model. Right. Yeah. And a lot of what is being looked over is that the, the dominant himself serves as well, just a different, just from a different um, angle of serving. Right. Whereas though, and people, some sometimes people feel like, well, I don't really, I don't really think so, but really, if I if if I say I'm protecting you, which a dominant is supposed to do, that's an act of putting my life before yours. Mm-hmm. You know that is serving. Yeah. 
being security for someone is serving. And that's serving the very first place, very first way. You know, here we go back to what we said before. The very first way of protecting you is to put the way I think quarterly on a, how we operate from day to day mode. I need to put that in your head. You need to know that. So when you go out here, you know, in the world, if something happens, we need to be on the same page. We need to know how to function, how we're going to react. Yeah. I need you to know me enough to maybe be able to make a decision without me if I'm indisposed or blah, blah, blah. That's all part of protection is pre-forecasting on some stuff and also being physically there to, you know, to to defend whatever. But that's on a physical level. And a little bit of mental. But on another level, when you're doing a session, right, mm-hmm. it takes care to want to set up a session, think about how it's going to go, actually, can you know, consider this person's uh, limits, how you want to push their limits. And then after all that's said and done, you have to provide aftercare, which is some form of intimacy Mm-hmm. with this person, some kind of consoling, you know, or it could be a massage. It could be a lot of different things. Yeah. That takes a level of care and wanting to serve somebody. It's all about wanting to please someone. Yeah. You know, sometimes a session, like when we see stuff like 50 shades of gray and he, he spanked her with the whip or whatever, that was him getting something off of his chest on her. Yeah. Right. And that, to a lot of people is abuse. It's like people that beat their kids mm-hmm. for being for just being there when they're angry at something else. Should never beat your kids or take out on someone else energy that you got from somewhere else. So that's the same thing. He should have never you don't you don't be, get angry and go into a session and take your anger out on someone else. But that happens a lot. But it's all set up in the guise of being a, of a sadist. Yeah. yeah and so, so, you know, it's interesting because I want to bring, I want to bring up so something. I wanna, I'm so sorry. let me say this real quick, real okay. quick. I'm, I, I want to end it with this yeah. quote. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. There's a quote by a, a, a Japanese um, shogun. And the shogun was hot. You know, the shogun yeah, was, mm-hmm. was going to cut off the head of this um, criminal. Mm-hmm. And before the Shogun, um, right when he was going to cut the guy's head off, the guy spit on him. Uh-oh. And the Shogun took his sword and put it back in the holster and walked off. And the moral was he was there to cut this guy's head off for the crimes he did. When he spit on him, he it made him angry. Yeah. And he didn't want to take that anger and do that job. Mm-hmm. So he came back the next day and executed me. Yeah. But the point is, you don't take out bad energy on something that, you know, on people that you care about or doing a job that just, you know, doing a job with the, with a job, something like that, or, or in a situation where someone can be harmed with anger from somewhere else. I'm sorry. Now you, I'm sorry to cut no, you off. I mean, See, this is like that's why I love, this is why I love talking to you so much. 
um, because you'll say things that where I just go, oh my God, holy shit. Yes. I, I had this makes like all of a sudden, like I have these light bulb moments. And so, you know, I sometimes just in the natural course of, you know, whatever, you know, having a relationship with somebody or, you know, just a it, going back and forth with someone, you know, uh, at one point, you know, Cowboy Ann and I, we had this, just, we were just having a, I can't remember. I was like, I can't I don't remember what we just had. We had a tiff. We had kind of a tiff. Mm-hmm. And then, okay. and then we, when then, but then later on that night, you know, made things kind of fiery, which I like. So I'm, I'm one that's like, you know, if I can push your buttons and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of light you up, uh-huh. And then take advantage of that sexually. I will, uh-huh. and it's you know again, it's like more of a you know probably me just trying to control it. So like I'm like, all right, you know, yeah, I want some fiery, I want some fucking fire. So I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, dun, 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 I'm gonna do this, this, this. Well, so, uh, and and we did have you know a a, a fiery session, and um uh-huh. um, but. You know, later on, you know, after we talked, about it, he's like, "Well, you know, I was, I was definitely holding back," and I'm like, "You're holding back? Why?" You know, like when I hear that, like mm-hmm. that pisses me off. He's like, "Yeah, because I'm, I'm angry. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let you push me." And not, right. you know, basically, what he's kind of saying is, "You're not gonna capitalize on that." Right. And and obviously, because you know, it's in a way that just wouldn't. You know, if somebody's pissed, like you said, they're you know then, then they're going to do things. They're going to push too far or whatever. And he, you know, he's, I have, will say this for him: he's got the amount of self restraint that man has. Phenomenal <laughs> <laughs> self restraint and patience. Like after all this time, I I will give him that. I mean, I'll never not say like holy shit, you know, because. I know I can be a handful. And sometimes like when I really, well, like if I'm on it, you know, I sometimes, well, I don't know why, you know, and again, that's probably more the business like thing where like, I just want to zero in. And it's like, it's just like a shark in the water. Like if I see like, okay, somebody's getting irritated or there's blood, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to, I'm going to mm-hmm. like, I'm going in. I'm like, I can't stop myself, you know? And, um, but, but his demeanor and the way he handles that is, is for me, a, it's disarming. It stops me from that sort of pattern behavior. And then two, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't feed into it. He's not taking that bait. You know, he's like, mm mm. And right. um, so it's you know, it's it's a, it's a good thing for a good thing. Oh, you know, it's a big compliment on him. But I want to go. I just want to go even a little bit further. And let's go. Yep, let's keep going because we're talking about you know what we're just kind of previously saying there, I, I want to, you know, get a little deeper there. And, you know, I want to, I'm trying to understand, you know, again, what for the Dom? Okay. What is, what does he get out of all this? It's like, I know what, uh, you know, as a sub I get, you know, like I get to relinquish all that control. I kind of really, it's like, it's like stripping away all that, masculine kind of armor that I walk through my daily life with Uh and I get to just be, you know, kind of how I was designed by nature to be, you know, just 
that feminine soft energy mm-hmm. and but for the you know so i you know and and those are kind of sort of i guess fuzzy things right so but what you know i want what what on the other end of it there's an uh, there's always a there's a yin and a yang here mm-hmm. what strikes the balance what does the dom get out of all this compliance what does that do compliance what does that mean you want someone who's going to be compliant and expandable right what does that do it for com- you what does that do it empowers me it empowers mm-hmm. me to be able to bring out more of my ideas mm-hmm. i'm 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 in control it gives me control yeah you know and what is that? Can, can I? I just have to. I'm sorry. I'm going to keep excavating here. What is that control? Like, tell me at its core basic function. Like, what does that? What does that control do for you? What does that bring to you? Like, as a man, it gives me more power. So, for example, you have us up, and you guys are talking. Okay, we agree to do our relationship this way. And so you what you're gaining is I tell you that feminism, that feminine energy is very powerful. And so when you're in a session, this is a very intimate kind of thing. And it's a straight power exchange. Yeah. And so when someone is giving you, giving themselves to you, giving themselves up, that's almost like kind of like a sacrifice a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not to, not to scare people, no, no, but yeah. a sacrifice in a way, mm-hmm. you know, sure. of one just giving up power. And so it's more responsibility, it's more power to the dime. And now I can control two people instead of just one. Uh-huh. And this person is here to do my bidding. If I say, I want you to go make me a sandwich and, you know, some hot tea, you do that. If I say get the foot tub out and, you know, massage my feet, you do that. If I tell you to go kneel in the corner, you go do that. If I tell you to get on all fours and go get the, and go get the collar and the chain and bring it back to me in your mouth, you go do that. You know, if I ask you, uh, or, you know, if I, you know, or if we're going into a session, I'm able to do what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. within within the within the guidelines that we already set up, right? So it's it's all about the setup before you get into all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Because uh, just like anything, and we're not going to go political or nothing like that. But there's always checks and balances. Yeah, sure. and, and and the checks and balances is the the gesture. It is the the right to say a safe word to end the session mm-hmm. and you set up your trajectory early. So even if it's a everyday kind of relationship, those, those disciplines are already instilled. If you're meeting someone every now and again, and you're getting in the session play, those things are talked about and worked out. No one just blindly has a fool. Only a fool would just throw someone themselves and say, do as you wish. 
Yeah. Some people think that's what slaves are. And it's slaves to a degree, yeah. But I still think before a slave becomes a slave to someone, they need to really root out exactly what they want and let that be said before they consent. Because after they consent, it's a wrap. Right. So that's what I that's what it is to me. Yeah. It's more responsibility, more power. Mm-hmm. Having control over someone else that they're going to do what I asked them to do. So, okay. Kind of on that note, do you think that, do you think that people that are dominant and people that are, that are submissive are just kind of, you know, either they're, they're, they're that way or they're not. And, and if they are, if, if someone is, you know, like they're in that lane, you're, you're dominant, you're submissive. You're in that lane. You can never not be that way. You know, meaning like you would, you'll, you'll always seek it out no matter what. Oh, well. I mean, could you, think, so let me, uh, let me extend on that really fast. Could okay. you go like, just have a vanilla relationship? I mean, could you just, or do you always need that? Is that something that you always need? And then do you think that the converse of that is true, right? With the submissive, like that, that mm-hmm. once they know, it, they know that lane, like they can't, you, you just, it's part of who you are. You can't deny it. This, that's, that is a very good question to ask me right now oh. because I just <laughs> ended a situation where as though, we were, we had two different views on relationships and my views are a lot more expansive than her views. Mm -hmm. Her views would be more vanilla and mine's is more in the gray and black. Yeah. And I still have discipline and, and stuff like that. But, um, with that being said, going forward, I'm only looking for someone who's into the lifestyle. Okay. Who actually has interest in the lifestyle. Not just, oh, that's what you do. That's cool. Uh, we play a little bit. Get the paddle out. No, 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 no. I need the mental aspect of it, too. Because I, I, I put myself in a situation that I didn't have that. And things didn't go well. And it's not a result of that. We just had two different, we were like great friends, horrible lovers. Yeah. Because we had, we, we two different people in that regard. And I regret going down that road, knowing that they weren't really into it. And, and I tried to talk about it a little bit, but people already have, when people already have false judgments about the lifestyle, I can't, I try not to even really talk to them about it because yeah. their opinions and some of the comments that they say is just straight ignorant. And I just don't have the energy to try to convince them of nothing else. Yeah. So it's taught me, the last two years have taught me that this is who I am. And this is just the lane I need to stay in. Mm-hmm. And, and and even if it looked good, even if it looked good in, in a lot of areas, a lot of different areas, not just aesthetically, but, you know, on paper, it doesn't, it's not going to really add up if we're not connected and going in the same path. So yeah. I've learned that it's hard to be one foot in and one foot out. And it's not that because this is such a, a, a 
it's such a um, hardcore or different thing. It's just your your mentality is different. You know, the things that you are willing to accept, the things that are um, considered trustworthy or untrustworthy, those things don't exist in, in certain realms. Yeah. You know, what what a, per, a vanilla person would deem as trust is completely different than what someone else in a BDSM relationship would consider trust, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's tough. I know. I think that, you know, it's, it's funny because when I, uh, the first podcast I did with Cowboy N and I, again, just totally knew to all this. And I just remember saying like asking him things and, and, but also pointing out, you know, almost feeling more like an outsider looking in. Like I didn't even think that that applied to me at that point was just that these, it it almost seems like these types of dynamics take, you know, even that much more intimacy and that much more trust and that much more communication and openness than, you know, like a regular old vanilla relationship. Like you're my boyfriend, I'm your girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. Let's yeah check that box. It's, it, you really, you know, it, the stuff that you're doing really facilitates and promotes just a shit ton of communication and, and, or, and, or the obviousness of the lack thereof. Right. So right. whatever isn't working is really going to be floating to the surface and you're going to be butting heads about it faster and a lot. Yes. In this type of dy- dynamic. And so it yeah, it's interesting just what you said because I'm it just kind of triggered that I'm like, wow, yeah, I mean, I kind of saw that from the beginning and and it is true, you know. I mean, it's it, But it, it also gives you sort of it also gives you more of what you want out of relating to people. And I think that's the broad that's the I think so too. That's the different. Mm-hmm. That's the evolution of where you are. Mm-hmm. When you when you want to when you want to go down the rabbit hole of people who are willing to say who they are, own it, not be scared of it, speak their mind. You're going to get into more open relationships, polyamorous, BDSM, because in these lifestyles and there's and a few other lifestyles. They're more built for you to bring your shit to the table. Yeah. And say, this is where I'm at. Right. And that's where you are. Yeah. We we butt heads here, but we get along over there. Yeah. Can we negotiate on these things? Yeah. You know, can, can we negotiate on these things enough that we can constitute something or or not? Right. And, and those and those are the things that's why it's hard for someone to be in a lifestyle and deal with someone that's vanilla. Mm-hmm. Because Vanilla relationships, they can deal with being people being authentic and trustworthy as well. But n- not everybody is coming to the table with their shit is. Yes. Most 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 of the time in BDSM from the people I've talked to, they're willing to share some tragic stories, some some really abusive things that's happened to them in their past up front. Yeah. 
Uh, whereas though you've been in, some, I've been in some relationships, uh, vanilla in my past, and some ratchet craziness comes out a year and a half into the yeah. relationship. Like, yeah. what, 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 what do you mean? Yeah, 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 I, yeah, I. Your dad's wife is your mother's sister. Yeah. <laughs> or you, it's, uh, you, Hello, you, it's a Jerry Springer episode. Are, are, you, are you serious? <laughs> like, no, nah, and that's real, and that, and that is a real situation that happened to me. Yeah. And so, and and how those things affect that person, and so people in certain lifestyles just are more acceptable that this pain involved, and that pain is one of the reasons why they like to have these kind of sessions and yeah. play everybody. Some people do sessions for the, for the, for the kinky part of it. Cause the kinksters, they like it. And some people are doing it cause they're exercising some demons. It's real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's real. And then there's a lot of people who are vanilla who really should have some kind of fetishes to get out their demons, but they choose to, you know, throw them in the closet, act like they're not there. Yeah. We've all been there. Yeah. Okay. So here's my big, like, wrap it up kind of question here is I just, like, want to know, like, let us in. Well, maybe I'm saying the subs, but, you know, let if you could, like, kind of, you know, peel back the kimono here and, you know, like, let us in on the secret life of doms. Is there one thing... A sub should know about a dom for sure. You know, if there is one thing, I guess. And, you know, what would that be? Work out a way that she can get to know a dom. She needs to have a filtering process so she can know a fake dom from a real dom first. Second of all, if she's talking to a real dom, if the things that he wants are in line with the things that she wants and um, just really understand the man and, and focus in on that, that would be my best advice because every dom is specific about what he thinks is a lot of respect or something in particular that he likes or doesn't like. And so a sub needs to... Um, really being tuned that way. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. It's simple. I know. Yeah. I mean, it kind of is. So, well, uh, as usual, we, we, this is a long recording. Like, holy shit. We've <laughs> we been, we went a long, long time, long time. I know. Um, but I always enjoy talking to you. I'm, I'm yes. looking forward to continue, you know, talking to you on, on, on an ongoing basis and you know to do my sub rx thank you so much you're and welcome. You're um, welcome. again i just really loved you know i i love the content you're putting out in your pod the podcast that you're doing and especially the one with michelle so um just to remind everybody you know kind of let tell everybody where they can find you where you you know your websites your social media and then your mm-hmm. podcast are uh <clears throat> people can find me on facebook at sir inc uh, that's Sir I N Q. They can also find me on kingspace.net. Um, on Instagram, Sir I N Q. And also, my website is coming, is www.sirinc.com. Uh, and I also have 
a podcast that can be found on iTunes and can be found on Google, um, Spotify, and other ones. And it's called The Experience by Sir Inc. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. Well, I really appreciate it. And uh, I hope everyone else. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. And for everyone else that's listening, thanks so much for listening. And uh, send your questions and comments in because, you know, I love those. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com, and join my subscribers-only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.